0: the Lead with Purpose podcast, created to help you achieve the success and fulfillment you're seeking, not only in your job, but across all aspects of life. Each episode will be using the expertise of Rob Cross, founder of The Purposeful Leader and creator of the Three Questions Approach. Rob will be sharing in-depth knowledge on how you can unlock your full potential. My name is Louise van der Westhazen, and as the co-host of the Lead with Purpose podcast, it is my task to help extract all the helpful insights, practical learnings from Rob and hopefully ask all the questions you the listeners want to know. In this episode we want to discuss Rob's theory of how you need to go slow so you can go fast. Okay so Rob tell us what do we mean by that?
1: Thank you Louise. It's anybody who works with me will know that I have a range of sayings that seem to be my go-to things in certain scenarios and uh, and go slow to go fast or so you can go fast. I can't remember where I developed it from but it's um, it's just been something that's stuck with me that seems seems to be more relevant today than ever before and and I guess the reason why I say it's more relevant is that I think what's happening in society is that things these days are just happening so fast you know the pace of society seems to be so quick and 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 you know I keep thinking maybe that's just because I'm getting older each year but everybody I talk to no matter what age is saying actually the years just seem to be flying everything seems to be happening so fast And unfortunately, I think what that does is it drives us into this mindset where we just need to act. We need progress. We need to move. We need to get things moving. We need to act, 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 act. And unfortunately, when we're in that mindset, the action isn't always considered action. we, We leap into doing things or to driving progress without actually knowing fully what we need to achieve or having a really considered view about the environment that we're sitting in. And so the the concept of go slow so you can go fast is my way of 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 explaining to people, is that just just take a pause, just slow down before you leap into action here to make sure that whatever action you take is making the is giving you the best bang for your buck, is making the 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 most use or uh, the best use of the precious time and energy that you have, so you're getting real results from whatever energy that you're you're expending and so it's it's just become this saying for me where it's helping people to ease some of the anxiety that sits around needing to make progress and and slowing them down so that whatever progress they make is real real progress and beneficial progress if that uh, if that makes sense
0: yeah is this something that can apply to you know an individual but then also like a whole team an enterprise
1: yeah, it is, and, and I know we've we've talked about this before in 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 my podcasts where yeah the type of work that we do through the purposeful leader is with three different categories yeah you know, individuals teams and 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 full enterprises full organisations and I think that the concept of go slow so you can go fast absolutely applies to all all three and um and if I if I just bring each of those to life through a bit of a story perhaps um it might uh, might create the the understanding so when i think about individuals you know that's that's kind of the obvious one where an individual feels the pressure to get things done the pressure to perform so they leap into action without actually properly defining what's the outcome they need to achieve you know what's the what's the thing that they need to 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 really deliver on and if i go back to one of my early experiences in, in when i arrived in the uk this must have been about 2005 as working up in leeds and um, and my boss at the time came to me and said, Rob, the director's told us we need to go and do this. And I went, okay. Why why would he ask us to do that? Well, it doesn't matter. He's asked us to do that. I went, okay. You know, I did grow up in the military, so I'm fully familiar with being ordered to do things. Um, I said, but I just can't understand why he would want us to take that action. It doesn't quite make sense to me. And I had spent time with the director. I knew... Yeah, you know, what his strategy what he, what he was trying to achieve and you can see my boss growing with levels of frustration so but he's just told us to do it. we need to get on with it well i'm just not seeing why he would want to do it is there any chance that we could get some time with him to find out and eventually begrudgingly we went and talked to the director and i said just talk me through now rather than leap into action and i get that you want that but talk me through what you're trying to achieve here what's your outcome what's your ultimate goal what's the results you're delivering and and And, after a brief conversation, spent and say, "Okay, now I get that. Well, if we're going to deliver those outcomes or those results, I probably wouldn't take the action that you're asking. I think you could do these three other things, and they would give you a better chance of delivering that. So why don't we focus on those? We ended up having a really good conversation, we ended up taking a different course of action. And so, at an individual level, all of us can do that. All of us can pause. And just before we leap into action, just get a bit more considered about, well, what's the results we're trying to achieve? What's really going on in this situation? And how do I just slow myself down to really consider that and get a clear definition and then move into action? If I think about it with teams, you see the same thing where, um, as a great example, a a team uh, that I recently worked with had been formed through a restructure in the business. They immediately went into some high priority work. They just leapt into action. And they um, spent huge amounts of energy, just you could see them really running hard to deliver things, but actually 50% of that energy was wasted because as a team, they hadn't paused and said, okay, so let's be really thoughtful about our goal here. What are we really trying to achieve? What's going to be the best approach to achieve that? And then go slow, get the plan in place, so then we can accelerate and make sure that we're not burning and wasting 50% of our energy. And in the enterprise level, there's a, a recent company that I've worked with, um, who I know we've we've talked about feeling stuck before, and and the CEO just said to me, you know, Rob, Rob, I'm stuck, or we we're stuck as a company, and we're we're spending huge amounts of time and energy on these particular topics, but we're just not getting any results, and uh, and the go slow so you can go fast. was just about getting her her leadership team, the next couple of layers down. To slow down, create a really considered plan and to stop just running at this activity and instead just get a, a, a different approach. So that we're getting the, the biggest bang for their buck. And so, so, you know, it doesn't matter what level you're looking at it. It's, it's about slowing yourself down so you don't just leap into action because that's what we feel compelled to do. But instead making sure that we're really considered what we're trying to achieve and then move into taking action based on a, a more, con, a more um, well-defined plan. So it central is a yeah. It makes so in yeah. yeah. Oh,
0: were you going to specifically talk about an an example of an enterprise one or?
1: Oh yeah. So so that that last um last one around the CEO is a, a great example of it. And and so the whole organisation, this is I think two and a half thousand people, were caught in this frenzy of activity, and and they felt so compelled because of the pressure they were under to to take action, but it just wasn't the right action. And so by helping them go slow, we slowed up all the things that were going on, created a really considered plan, and then took that plan from the top all the way through to the whole organisation. So everybody was aligned on the plan and then and then relaunched it back and got the right action happening. And so that was a Let's slow down for a bit. It's going to feel like we're dipping in performance but we're not really because the effort wasn't delivering the performance anyway, but it's going to feel like we've got a bit of a dip and then we'll accelerate through, which is the go fast element.
0: Yeah. So all of this is kind of based on your three-step plan. Can you just make it like really clear top lines of what the three steps are that people need to do?
1: So, yeah, absolutely. So the, the three steps, I I mean, uh, people who are listening to the podcast, who've listened to a few probably starting to appreciate that none of the the stuff that we talk about in um, The Purposeful Leader is particularly complex. Um, but actually, it's the stuff that often gets missed when we're in a frenzy of panic, pressure, whatever it might be. And so the, the first step for me is to recognize that something's not wa- working. And and so we all know where quite, quite a few people I know are cyclists, I liken it to trying to ride up a hill and you're in the wrong gear. And so you're riding furiously and you're spinning the pedals, but you're just not going anywhere, you know. And at that moment, you've got to be recognizing that, hang on, the effort versus my results are not right. I've got to change gear. I've got to do something different. And so whether you're an individual, a team or a full enterprise, it's about recognizing that actually we're putting a lot of effort into, into this situation, whatever it might be but we're just not delivering the types of results we need. And so something has got to change. Something's not working, something has got to change. And so that—that that is step one. It's just having the, the confidence to call it and say something's not working here. You know, and, and back to the enterprise example that I gave you, the CEO, when I spoke to them, just said, Rob, something's not working, I'm stuck, we're stuck. And I don't know what to do about it. And, and I think that recognition Whilst you know for for most of us feels really daunting, is incredibly powerful because it calls it, says, No, hang on, we need to do something different. And that takes you on to, on to um step two. Um, and I guess step two is about the go slow element. And so once you've recognized that something's not working, step two is how do you pause and stay and take stock? And when I say pause and take stock, what I mean is is, is not necessarily um, immediately stop all activity, you know, because I think that there could always be risks in that. You know, if you, if you stop the flywheel, can you get it moving again type thing, um, as opposed to redirecting it. And so to pause and take stock is about saying, actually, right, let me go back to first principles here and get really clear on what I'm seeking to achieve. So back to the story about the director, and my boss when i worked up in leeds you know what i wanted to know was what's the outcome we're trying to achieve not not the action we need to take what's the outcome what does good look like here what's success for us what's the results because once you're clear on that then you can be more creative about the journey to get there and, and the way i might describe it to people um is let's just say you know i live in um uh, richmond twickenham area this afternoon i might need to get to london by three o'clock okay so my outcome is i need to be at my meeting venue by three o'clock i need to be not tired not soaking wet you know comfortable fed on top of my game so i know exactly what it needs to look like feel like be like at three o'clock when i arrive so my range of options are to get there is well i could get the train I could get an Uber, I could ride a bike, I could drive my car, I could get a bus or buses, I could, you know, and all of a sudden you go, hang on, so my action I could take to achieve that outcome, there's a multitude of them, um, based on where I live, um, near the Thames, I could swim up the Thames, Yeah, hopefully it's the tide's <laughs> going out, that would make it a lot easier, but you know, there's a range of things I could do, and then I, what I could do is assess all of those actions against my outcome. Yeah, okay, so what's going to be, well, swimming up the Thames is probably not going to get me there, not flustered, so you know, dry, et cetera, et cetera, and, you know, the Thames is a cleaner river than it used to be, but, you know, I probably don't <laughs> even drink any. And and so, you know, Uber, probably quite expensive. Um, trains, well, are the trains running? Buses, well, that could be quite a bit of hassle. So, you know, you can assess all of those actions. And so by pausing and taking stock, we get, what are we really trying to achieve? Let's get really crystal clear on that, that outcome and then let's get creative about the options that we have to really deliver that and that for me is the piece that we we don't often do when we're caught in the frenzy of activity we go what what's the action what's the action well do we know what the outcome is you know, we're just assuming this action is going to be the right one but do we know what the outcome is um, if that makes sense and i guess the, the last step appreciate again i'm sort of going on a bit here but the last step is then to reset the plan so I'm really clear on. On the outcome uh, that I'm trying to achieve, I know what that looks like. I know what my options are. I can then pick what the the best one or two options are and reset the plan for delivering that. Yeah, you know, and the reason I say one or two options is because like uh, we all know, you know, plans plans fall apart as soon as you launch them and so being considered on what your options are and being able to flex between a multiple of them. OK, I might go. Right, I'm going to get the train. Get to the train station. Oh, look, the trains are delayed or cancelled. Okay, you know, unfortunately, it seems to happen more regularly than we might like. So, right, I could get a bus to a different station, get a tube in, or I could then go back to Uber. And so, all of a sudden, I've got a better range of options that I could consider. And so, that third step of reset the plan is: now, if I'm going to invest time and energy in delivering this outcome, let's let's pick the options which are going to give me the biggest bang for my buck and allow me to accelerate go fast to get to where i need to because i've done all the go slow planning up front to get me there quicker
0: makes sense maybe you could give us like a variety of methods that people have used to reset the plan is that possible so yeah. examples or
1: yeah it, it absolutely is and so i think that it's got i mean against the three steps and i don't i won't sort of keep dwelling on those three steps because i think they're reasonably straightforward but i think it always has to start with that that recognizing that something's not working uh, and 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 whether that be for our own lives you know, it could be that we're trying to get fit and healthy it could be that we're trying to earn more money it could be that you know whatever our goal is we all have these moments where we go hang on something's not working here you know and so and so, whatever you do, it's got to start with that. Just just own up to it. own up to the fact that yeah, you know, whatever I'm doing isn't isn't working. Let me figure out a new a new approach. To then reset the plan as you go through the go slow um, or the pause and take stock, it's about bringing together a group of people that can really help you. and And what I mean by that is that I think all too often, when we start to recognize that things are going wrong, we become more isolated and as a result less open curious and engaging and and what i mean by that and I'm, i i suspect you've, you've probably seen this in in some of the people that you know and have worked with over the years but when things start to go wrong we don't go hang on something's not wrong here we go actually i just need to work harder and it will figure itself out and um and by bringing other people in, you can use them as a way, as a check and a balance, to um to consider when something else could be happening, to give you a different, something else could be done, a different perspective on it, a different thought process about what that plan could be and how to get there. And and as a really really simple example, I um I was with a team yesterday and in spending time with that team they had become fixed on a particular course of action that just wasn't going to yield the results it hadn't so far and by based on all the things that were happening in the market it just wasn't going to yield the results that they they specifically wanted and yet they couldn't let it go It just couldn't let it go and part of my role in there is is you know I was talking to the team leader and they said actually we we just don't seem to be making progress here we really need some support helping them reset their plan and go through those those three steps with just bringing somebody external in to challenge them and say, so why are you doing that and not this? What, 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 what are you hoping to achieve? How's that going so far? What's, what are the results that it's yielding? Just that external point of view to you know, bring somebody else into that conversation really helped them think differently about some of the assumptions that they were holding, some of the group think that they had got themselves into. And so for me, when you, when you go through the three steps and in particular reset the plan don't do it alone yeah bring in other people's perspectives that really get you thinking differently so it challenges you and and, and sorry as a, as a final story around that one of the things i find in my role um and the type of work i do i'll often get ceos phone me up and say rob can i just bounce this off you uh, why because hopefully they know i'll be quite challenging i'll ask questions that other people potentially haven't or wouldn't and and that might get them thinking slightly differently about the si- situation and and you know and, and what i need to do is make sure that i'm always holding myself accountable to uh to being that external voice and not just agreeing with people that makes sense
0: yeah definitely we've got a follower question Theirs is that they know they're in a situation that isn't working, but they're really worried that pausing is going to make it worse.
1: yeah, it's I mean it's it's one of those pieces of anxiety that a lot of people have that comes up more often than not, because we get so wedded to the fact that progress, regardless of whether it's delivering results, is the key here. And actually, you know just more action doesn't mean that you're delivering results. And and where some of that anxiety can come from is how you're being measured and whether the organisation or the situation is assessing you on the basis of action versus results. You know. So so as an example, uh, I worked with a, a sales team once and, um, and in working with the sales team, they were measuring everybody on the number of calls they did every day, which is a perfectly reasonable measure, quite common for sales teams. But they didn't also measure people on the number of successful sales. So everybody was making lots of calls, not to the right people, not with the right approach. And and so on one level they looked like the metrics were fine, but they weren't generating any sales. And so when talking to the to the sales leader, he said, um, he said, Rob, just something's not working here. I don't get it. You know, we're doing the things that we think we should. And we started looking into it and go, hang on, well, they're not talking to the right people, they're they're not managing um, yeah their contacts particularly well, they're not having the right conversations. And they had a really great product that would have helped lots of people, would have been a great um, solution to um, to their clients, and they just weren't generating the the results that they needed. And what was interesting, I said, well, just stop them making the sales for a couple of days. Well, we couldn't uh, sorry making the calls for a couple of days. Well we couldn't do that. that you know too big a risk, you know, et cetera. So, well, <laughs> You're not generating any sales now. It's not going to hurt you, is it? And we took them off the road for a couple of days and we went through a development with them and just got them to go through pause, take stock, reset the plan, et cetera, et cetera. And it really shifted the, shifted the dial in terms of their behaviour. And so, you know, I get I get that you can feel the anxiety that if something's not working, it can be worried that you pause, but what's the real consequence of pausing? And it might not be that you completely stop all the activity. You might just slow it down or just get focused on the only doing very few critical things, so it gives you the the capacity to think differently, but if it's not working today, pausing it is probably not going to hurt you.
0: Great, thank you. Is there maybe any other success stories that you could mention that be a good example to work through for the listeners?
1: Yeah, there was one um as we were talking the other day that really jumped out at me. and it was at the individual level and it was a particular individual who was having a real problem, not problem, a challenge with their boss. And, and the way they, uh, I would describe it when after I'd spoken to them and they they sort of came to describe it as well, is that it was like they were on different wavelengths. And so this person started to feel the anxiety that their boss didn't like them, respect them, think they were any good. And that anxiety then triggered a, a range of um, real action-orientated behavior where rather than get to the the core of what was really driving that perception, they just started doing more of what they were doing, if that makes sense. Yeah. Which then created a bit of a self fulfilling prophecy because their boss started thinking, actually, where's this person coming from? Are they competent? Yeah, they keep emailing me all this sort of noise and nonsense all the time, and you could just see this spiral of of sort of downward energy where the individual was digging themselves deeper and deeper into a hole. The manager was losing more and more confidence towards them, and and it was just moving towards this pretty pretty dark place in terms of how these things um, how these things turn out, and and in, in that conversation, um, sort of talking to them, they they were starting to get to that recognition that things weren't working. They won't sort of go into the full conversation because it was pretty deep, but you know, I would classically say, well, you know, you're doing that thing. How's that working out for you? And they said, well, not very well. Well, something's not working, right? So let's get to the core of what that is. And and we went back to to the three steps. Something's not working great. Step one's done. Let's move into the step two, which is the pause and take stock. And we got really clear about, right, what's the relationship they want with their manager? You know, how did they uh, want to interact with them? How did they want to be perceived by them? What do they, did they think was going to influence how they were perceived by them? Created a whole picture and set of hypotheses about what they wanted, what was going to achieve that. And we went through, cr- looked at their options, reset the plan and started taking action to it. And and you might say, say well, that sounds really complex, but actually it wasn't really. It was really quite simple because some of the fundamental things that they did is just change the way they communicated with their manager. Shorter, sharper, punchier, direct, to the point, no longer long-winded, fluffy emails that their managers just couldn't figure out what they were saying because it was, full of sort of noise and anxiety i just said right yeah let's assume the manager's name is rob rob um just on on that project the top three things that are going on this is what we've achieved this is the next actions and this is what i need from you please let me know if you got any questions and and, okay. and almost overnight changed the nature of the relationship yeah now, you know, and it was interesting because the manager went oh something's changed here i really like it let's just go with it And the individual just let go of their anxiety and just started to to get clearer in terms of how they communicated. And so when I think about this concept around go slow so you can go fast, is if something's not working, if you're stuck, if you're not getting the results that you want in the scenario that you're operating in, then you've got to recognize that that's not working. Pause and take stock and then really reset your plan. And that works at individual team and enterprise level. And and it's amazing how many times it will just slip out of my mouth where I'll be talking to somebody and say, I think you just need to go slow so you can go fast here. What do you mean, Rob? And so slow down. Let's get really considered because that will help you accelerate through in terms of where, where you really want to get to rather than just wasting lots of time and energy on inefficient activity or worse. Like with that person digging you deeper into the pit of despair that, um, that you seem to be on the precipice of.
0: So. Brilliant. Thank you. So lastly, should we just maybe finish on a quick summary of the three steps for people just to take away with today?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, so I guess um, anybody who knows me and has worked with me will know I, I I have a range of these sayings that sort of pop up every now and then. And the go slow so you can go fast is trying to counteract the, the pressure that people feel to just get action moving, to, to build momentum, to... to to get progress regardless of what that progress is and it's also designed to get them to stop wasting energy on stuff that isn't going to deliver the results and so the once you've recognized that something's not working which is step one the go slow part is to um, pause and take stock get really clear on the outcome you're trying to achieve so you know what success in this scenario looks like and you know what your options are which then gives you greater flexibility for how you deliver that um, and deliver that outcome deliver that success and then the third step is reset your plan so you pick the right set of options and you start taking the right action that's going to help you get the biggest bang for your buck in, in terms of whatever that situation is so recognize something's not working pause and take stock and reset your plan and don't be afraid to use other people in that process to snap you out of whatever trap that you've got yourself into which is causing you not to be not to get the results you're after not to be as effective as you can be not to to achieve the success that you're looking for
0: thank you so much that's amazing rob and hopefully it'll inspire us all to take a pause and reset (laughs)
1: let's hope so right
0: so all that's left to say is thank you for listening. We hope this podcast has been helpful or insightful. If you're interested in getting any further support for yourself, team or whole enterprise, drop Rob an email to rob at purposefulleader.co. Please like and share this podcast and look out for more episodes coming soon. If you want to know more about the Purposeful Leader, check out our LinkedIn page for the latest blogs, videos and insights. Thanks so much. Goodbye.